Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Another brand new Flyers Daily for Wednesday, May 18th. Stanley Cup playoffs continue. First round is in the books. And the Flyers' offseason continues. Offseason of question marks is kind of the theme. Health. Next coach. A lot of questions to be answered. Saw yesterday that Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet tweeted out that Barry Trotz was interviewing yesterday for the head coaching job of the Winnipeg Jets. Barry Trotz, a Manitoba guy, so makes some sense from that standpoint. I tweeted out that the interview process with Barry Trotz would kind of go like this if it was me as the GM. Uh, Hi, Barry. You want the job? Yes. Okay. Interview over. Done. (laughs) You got the job. Uh, He's that good of a candidate, and we'll see if uh, he lands in Winnipeg or if the Flyers do speak with him or where things go from here. Vegas now open as well. Pete DeBoer is out in Vegas, and somebody had tweeted me and said, well, he probably will take the Winnipeg job if he doesn't get the Vegas job, but I'm not sure how Vegas is perceived nowadays. They have become very quickly, in a very small sample size of being an NHL organization and a pro sports team, of being extremely cutthroat, whether that's with players that they've acquired, traded for, picked originally like Marc-Andre Fleury, or whether that's with staff, Gerard Gallant, obviously Pete DeBoer. One year they didn't make the playoffs, tons of injuries to deal with, and all of a sudden Pete DeBoer is out. They don't seem like a very patient organization. I know from talking to some players that they are skeptical about the way they operate. Uh, I'm just not sure if the potential coaches or management people are also skeptical. So that may play a part in it as well, but we'll see. Now, on this episode, I had a chance to uh, catch up with Travis Konechny, a bunch of players on breakup day. And Travis Konechny had a very interesting season. While he had decent numbers and ended up finishing with the team lead in points, he had 36 assists on the year, which is close to a career high. He had 37 back in the 1920 season, albeit that was only in 66 games, this year in 79 games. He finished with 52 points this past season in 79 games, 16 goals, did pass the 100 goals for his career plateau. He's at 110 now goals through 428 games. 161 assists, and 271 points as an NHLer in now five full seasons. Travis Konechny had three straight 24-goal seasons, 81 games in 2017-18, 24 goals and 47 points, 82 games in 18-19, 24 goals, 25 assists, 49 points, and then in the shortened 66 games that he played in 1920, 24 goals, 37 assists, 61 points, basically a 30-goal pace. And in those three years, in 229 games, he had 72 goals, 85 assists, and 157 points. And the big thing that jumps out to me is that his shooting percentage over those three years, again, 229 games, it's not a small sample size, was 14.4%. Now, his rookie year in the NHL when he played 70 games and had 11 goals, he had an 8.3 shooting percentage. We see this a lot with young players just coming in, not knowing what it takes to beat NHL goaltending. Then he had a 13.6% in the 17-18 season, 13.2% in the 18-19 season, and 17% in the 1920 season. We know that he came back from the bubble, really struggled, didn't have confidence, didn't score. Then he came back in the 2021 season and shot 11%, and then this past season, 7.3%. Now, is this a player that can't score in the NHL? No, it's not the case because he has three back-to-back-to-back 24-goal seasons. 
he can score in the NHL, to me, that number speaks to one thing, and that's confidence shooting the puck. He's got to find that confidence over the summer. Here's my conversation with Flyers winger from Breakup Day, Travis Konechny. Joining us on Breakup Day, it is Flyers winger Travis Konechny. Left side and right side. You played a little left side. What would you think of it? Yeah, not not too bad. Um, I actually, I think just out of coincidence, those two games didn't go very well for me. So I don't know. <laughs> if, I don't know. We'll see. But um, I played a little left in the past. Uh, I think I used to play with Shenner and Simi on, on the line together. So it was fine. What um, what's the difference? Where's the problem areas? Uh, Shooting off the wing on the rush. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it, there's no. I mean, I think for me, it's a lot of defenses. Um, I mean, I think defensively on the offside is a little bit easier because you can get the puck and have your 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 on the forehand. Uh, um, but then offensively, just it changes. It doesn't necessarily have benefits or you know pros and cons. But like you're just coming in on different angles for for the entries. When I know you in speaking with the regular media, you mentioned that you sat down with Danny, went over some analytics stuff and goal scoring stuff. What did you learn from that? Uh, I mean, for me, it's just, I got to get back into the middle of the ice and I, it just showed me uh, on a year where I wasn't scoring very well, that even though I had the most shots I've ever had in my career this year, it doesn't mean they're quality shots. So I need to get back to the scoring areas and stop you know, I was just shooting from random spots trying yeah. to score goals. So you need to get into the middle of the ice, more high danger stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it's essentially that's what it is. Yeah, I always preach it. It's not about shot quantity. It's always about shot quality. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can kill a play by giving an easy save to a goalie, then all the four-check work where you got him hemmed in doesn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, what's the summer plan for, for you? I know you, you got a young child. Yeah. It's going to be dad for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Summer plan is to go home, uh, spend some time with, with my son and my wife and just, you know, turn the brain off for a little bit. We're moving to Calgary, so just going to, you know, settle into our new home and get ready for, uh, you know, a long summer of training. How far from Banff? Uh, for us, it's about like an hour and 20 minutes, I would say, maybe a little longer. It's on the bucket list for me to get to with, uh, with my beautiful. wife. It's just unbelievable. I've seen the pictures and I'm blown away yeah. by it. Um, is it hard to unplug from this season? Because it didn't go the way it went uh i mean it'll definitely sit you know in the back of your head for a while like as it should um shouldn't just go away i think uh, you give yourself an opportunity to reflect on it for the next few weeks here and then uh you know when you're watching the playoffs just let it dig in and and piss you off a little bit and and then um, use it as motivation it was exactly so uh and then after that get back to uh, working hard and get ready to, to get back to work you are a guy that's worn a letter on your jersey at every level. Um, Claude obviously got traded after his 1,000th game, and you've been a natural leader all throughout your coming up to the NHL. Is that void that's there now from a leadership standpoint? Is that one you like to step into? Yeah, I mean, like I, I've always, um, you know, tried to to have that, you know, leader side where, you know, like I, I've said before, it's not really my communicating and like in the locker room and chatting like I don't I'm not a big talker in front of people but um if it's on the ice just working hard and and Being showing pro, that right? yeah showing that I can you know come to the rink and I'm gonna you know care about the game every night whether I'm you know doing uh good in the game or not I'm always gonna show my emotion that I want to be on the ice and I want to care and I I hope that you know shows a little bit of leadership from from myself when um when you get talking on the ice, does that engage you more? Is that a Depending. confidence thing? Depends. I mean, 
It all depends on the game, to be honest. And yeah. who you're chirping, right? Yeah, sometimes I'm just being an idiot because, like, I think it was last night's game with Watson. I was just, uh, for no reason, I just He took him. a good swing at the back of your leg there. Yeah, I took a good swing at him first, though, so oh. no, no one saw that. <laughs> Clearly, the ref didn't see the retaliation yeah, either. Yeah, no. Um, uh, where do you want to work home with your game this summer? You've been in the league a while now, TK. And, you know, as you start to get older in the league, you learn more and you work smarter, yeah. not necessarily harder. Yeah, I think for for me this summer is going to be, uh, you know, working a lot on, um, again, like we've talked about, shooting areas and um, how to find that quiet ice. And <clears throat> maybe because I, lo- I play a lot of my game at top speed where I'm just flying around. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that actually takes me out of, position from like a good opportunity to score to like i just fly right through the zone where i could have almost overrunning it yeah so i think maybe just working on being patient and finding those scoring areas and i think this summer i've I've never done it but i'll probably watch a little bit of film throughout the summer which i know some guys do and um gonna try to do some of that stuff the big thing with nhl shooters to beat the greatest goalies in the world is changing those angles of the shot like you see austin matthews and he constantly changes it but doesn't seem to lose any velocity yeah, I mean, I, get, I, I wish I could shoot like that. Oh, if, if I knew how to shoot like that, I, I'd be uh, doing it right away. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, have a great summer, man. Enjoy the, the family time. Appreciate it as always. And Awesome. Uh, we'll see you in the fall. All right. Sounds good. Travis Konechny, very important piece for the Flyers. The trajectory that he was on through that nineteen twenty season was the perfect trajectory of growth as an NHL player. And he is a guy that really – provides the Flyers with some good scoring that they need. They desperately need. They need him anywhere in that 25 to 32 goal per season per 82 pace. Uh, He hasn't been there the last two years, hasn't been there since the bubble. We'll see if he can get back there because he is an extremely important player for this team moving forward. uh, He's a guy that I could see maybe getting a letter on his jersey next year as an alternate captain. He's been a captain at every other level. And I think he looks at that opportunity. I remember talking to him late in the season and talking to him about that that void that's there with Jerugon of leadership and something that he would like to jump into, make him more vested in, in that part off the ice and on the ice as a leader for this Philadelphia Flyers team as well. So we appreciate TK taking the time. Hope he has a great summer and comes back with that 14-plus shooting percentage for next season in the NHL. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back Friday with another brand new episode. We'll talk to you then on a brand new Flyers Day episode.